Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Ooh, pick me. Pick me. Pick me. Ooh, over here. You can't put your hand Ooh. in the air Ooh. and say pick me at Ooh. the same time. Me. That's a certain type of student. Me. That rides a certain hey. size of bus. Hey. Over here. Yes. Yes, the ever so eager and always Van Nunley. <laughs> what? The boys are here. The boys are here on That's a Tuesday. We were not here on a Monday because the NFL was playing games. And as I always say, quit playing games with my heart. With my show. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I should have came up that's with that okay. beforehand. My name is Fred Slow. I'll be alongside you, friend of the show, up until 7 o'clock tonight when this show will turn into a different show. And that show is hosted by Mike Trujillo, and it's called True to the Game, with his co-star, Stephanie Griffin, tonight. So be ready for that. Stephanie Griffin. Nice. She'll be Thank in you. at 6 to take over for me because yeah. I've got a little basketball tonight. Okay. Oh, man. We don't Just get you for three hours? For two. Sorry, guys. Oh, what a bummer. Mike Vital is a quitter. Hello, Michael. How are you? I, I quit on the Cleveland Browns and maybe the Chicago Bears. Yeah, I don't like them either. That Browns Raiders was a snoozer yesterday, huh? Exciting ending. Cool. Hey, cool. I don't watch The Walking Dead for 50 minutes so that I can watch the last five minutes and be like, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's a good show. No. It's been a lot of years since it was a good show. We were off yesterday. We had a banger of a weekend, obviously, last Friday. Thank you to everyone at Old Town Plaza who had us out. We had a lot of fun doing that show uh, on location. <coughs> Noisy Water Winery, specifically, for hosting us. That was a big deal to us. A lot of good spots around there. Old Town is trans. Oh, my gosh. It's That's like a, if Rhea had been in spot. Yeah. It's like if Rhea Doso came to Albuquerque. <laughs> it's four businesses are. You think based. it's where tourists just go, but it's more than that now, right? Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's my favorite. It's happening. Spot. There's a lot of young couples on dates and double dates. I feel like that was true, and I was a little surprised at that. Yeah, what are all these young-to-do couples doing in Old Town? So it's it's a mixed bag. Cause this really... is for the elderly and tourists. What are these young people Correct. doing here? This This is a daytime field trip. For a school of kids who aren't necessarily on the same behavioral path as all other kids. That is correct. Yes. You know, juice box, Timmy? Will that calm me down? Yeah. Well, juice box? Maybe we just, look, there's a stray cat over here, Timmy. Let's follow it around for a little bit. I don't care about Cortez. <laughs> I just came to watch the drum corps. <laughs> well, you, you'd have had to get there early because they left early. You tapped tuck tail and ran. Are you talking about the battle of the bands or the football game? Yes. <laughs> Heck of a New Mexico Bowl. Uh, I'm about to put Michael Vital on blast. Where were you, Michael? Yeah, buddy. Where I were you? I was in the stands with my brother. My stepbrother came to town, and I had no idea. My brother uh, kept it from me. So he goes, you got to see me up there. And every year my brother goes with a couple of guys that he works with, 
And so I'm like, oh, okay. So what? I go up there, and my stepbrother came in from California. Were there so many people there that your cell phone didn't work? Is that what the problem was, Michael? No, I just I hadn't seen him in years, so okay. I got I lost time. Sorry about that. And you don't want to introduce you don't want to introduce him to your best friends in radio, me and Van. Uh, I didn't even watch hardly any Same. of the game because I was just sitting there just catching up old times with them. I was catching up with the bottom of my Bud Light glasses yeah. while I was watching the Mega that's the only the only bad thing I noticed from the New Mexico Bowl is I was overserved. <laughs> but I, the problem was I was serving myself. Yes. So only I am to blame. I was absolutely not overserved. I was served the exact right amount, which was <laughs> that much. That much. I took a nap at the time. Uh, so I was reading an article on like attendance at bowl games. Uh, I guess New Mexico Bowl did really well, huh? Like top, yeah, top five or something. The games thus far. So yeah. That's a big deal. Compared to, like, the COVID drop-offs? Yeah. Yeah, they're right on par with everyone else. And I feel like great. the like the big ones, they're still to come. Like, those are going to be... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll do their thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, like, heck of a showing for New Mexico. Like, in the ESPN broadcast, I was talking to friend Gina Thomas, uh, who owns the Gladiators. Sure. Yeah, and I was talking to her, and she was saying, you know, she went there for the first half. She's a big... Her and Brian Cologne, pretty good friends if you're into local politics. Yeah. So they were doing a little thing there with Brian Cologne, and she said she went home early, was watching the broadcast on the ESPN. She was like, she was like, the stadium presented well. Sure. Yeah, she was like, the produ- production was it. They gave us the A broadcast team. So, yeah, good job to Jeff Simbietta and his team of team that went out there and kind of knocked it out of the park because everything I was exposed to I thought was top tier. I thought it was just top tier. Well, everything was perfect. And I had I had to go home. I had a, I had a date. It was date day with the lady friend, so I had to duck out a little early. Why do you Why do you plan so poorly? <laughs> he did stand. We're busy. Game. <laughs> we're busy people. So I watched the second half, or I guess I watched the fourth quarter on the television, and the field looked great on TV. Yeah, yeah, with the sunshine and how like perfectly kempt everything was. Mm-hmm. Like it was impressive. Everything looked great. And the commercials for great. New Mexico were really good, too. Oh, yeah. The good tourism stuff. Mm-hmm. They got good tourism. Good place to live. Don't, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> this is our secret. Too late. So we had a lot of fun at that. Uh, again, thank you to Jeff Simbietta, and thank you to everyone who was involved. It was a heck of a little show. Uh, if you went to the New Mexico Bowl, because obviously we were off yesterday, give us a call. Let's talk about your experience, because I just had an absolute blast. I want to hear from everyone else who did. 505-246-0610, the Quanzetto Care Outline. We are open to you all day long. we got a couple guests, though. Do not call at 6 o'clock, because Andres Trujillo will be joining us via the Quans Auto Care Hotline. He's going to talk about the New Mexico Runners who started their season on the road this past weekend. We're going to talk about the successes or failures that they had. Uh, spoiler here, it was a rough start for the Runners. Rough start notwithstanding. Yeah. It's good that the boys are back on I the agree. pitch. I agree. So Wait, is it a pitch when it's indoors? Is it also a pitch? Uh, turf. Turf. Yeah. The boys are back on the turf. Yeah. And that's good news. So that's going to be good to have him on and kind of talk about what's going on over there with the runners. They got a brand new title sponsor. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that a little bit and and hopefully build a little bit of excitement with them. Their home opener is the 1st. That's so exciting. January the 1st. And then at 6.30, Robert Buck D. Gibson will be joining us, who co-hosts this program on Mondays and Fridays. Because um, you and I are doing his very successful podcast tonight. We have not guested on anything in some time. It has been maybe a year, and like by choice, you know, it's a lot of people reach out. You know, hey, I got a podcast. Hey, I, like, hey, let me get let me get the Van Nunley rub. Well, we don't just give that to anyone. 
Boy, I give away a lot of rubs. What are you okay. talking about? Just uh, we're talking. I'm talking about podcasting. Is that what you're talking about? I'm sorry. What? Okay. So, but Robert deserves it, and we're going to give it to him. Uh, so he will come on at six thirty and kind of talk about where that's available. But spoiler alert: follow us at Talk ABQ on everything, and you can get access to your boys. Um, we're not working green tonight, Mike. Like we're gonna we're gonna work a little blue tonight. So get ready for that. It's a whole different energy from your boys. I will. Vital, I'm going to have a beverage and say bad words. I'm Are you very, ready for that? I'm excited. <laughs> dump button, dump button. Nancy Reagan jokes all night long. All night long. Get ready. So that's going to be a good little program. Uh, the New Mexico Bowl, one last time for me to, to just kind of go back to it. Uh, very good very good game on the field. I thought it was played very well. Sure. thought it presented really well. Yep. Everything I was exposed to I thought was tremendous. I'm, I'm usually a guy who's like, let me be a little cynical here. Let me find like a downside. Cannot find a downside. I didn't have anything bad to say. I got one thing. Oh, gosh. Hey. Man was overserved again. Hey, New Mexico. <laughs> Come out. Come out to this thing. And I don't know how else to say that in another way. And you know what? I'm just like you, New Mexico. I don't pay to get into a lot of games. It's my profession. But there is absolutely a value to the what were th- the tickets were 35 bucks. Is that right? That $35 that you would have spent to get in if you didn't attend, that thing, it is absolutely worth it. To find that much entertainment at that value here in town, I'm going to tell you it's hard. This is a good value. Get out to the pit. The, the Lobos were at SMU this past weekend. There was what? 8,000 people announced, probably 6,000 people in attendance. Go to the games. Yes. Like, if you're comfortable and you can, go to the games and support. Get poked. Show up. Support the boys. Right. That's and, the only way it grows. That's the only way it gets better. And I felt the New Mexico Bowl, and you know me, I spend my time outside. Like, if you're giving me the – if it's a beautiful high desert – like day before winter solstice day, and it's a beautiful sunny boy out, you're going to catch me inside for about zero minutes. Steve Stucker might have said it was 45. Yeah. But with no breeze and the sun out, it felt like 65. Yeah, it, it felt like 65. I saw a guy tanning. I was wearing layers, and by the end, I was wearing layer. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Because like, you're like me, right? Where if the phone rings, you get a text, and it's certain certains. You know, it's like, uh, hey, let me get a, let me get a little access to a thing tonight. Let me get you got tickets to it. Tickets to high school basketball are five dollars. Yeah, what are you asking me for? Just go, pay the five dollars. That's how this thing should go. If you are feeling comfortable and want, get out and support. And really, only like above the horizon, like above the moon shape of the stadium, the seats weren't occupied. It was very well represented, middle, middle, and lower. Oh, I agree. And insanely well represented in the end zone club mm-hmm. and then all the boxes upstairs. Yeah. It was shoulder to shoulder in both of those. I thought it was very good. And I really liked how at the bowl game, everyone I felt was very safe and socially like aware. Where I was outside primarily all the time, so that's not a prime example. But from the little bit of time I spent indoors, which was where we were, I thought everyone was doing the right thing. That's my energy on it. So, I mean, if, like I said, if you're of the mental capacity where you're feeling comfortable to do that, I would encourage you to do that. If you're not, I understand that completely. If your reason is like, hey, I don't feel like it's safe, cool, I'm on your team. If your reasoning is like, I don't want to go to the high school basketball game because I don't feel like it's worth five bucks, I will fist fight you. Five dollars? Yes. You spent seven dollars at Starbucks this morning. 
Like, you can support your high school team for $5. $35 in Mexico Bowl is a steal. It's a steal. You get four hours of entertainment, not including the two, three, four hours you're going to tailgate. Yeah. Not including the two, three, four hours you're going to post-tailgate. That's a whole day for $35. a steal. And you know what you get at tailgates? Fellowship. Fellowship. Yeah. Camaraderie. What's that worth? The joy. But Fred, at home, I can leave, I can leave my slippers on. Well, you can. Hey, I'll tell you what. This is Albuquerque, New Mexico. You can wear your slippers to the tailgate. Hey, okay. it's not that big of a deal. I would spell my response to that as T O Shea. Touche. Mm-hmm. Super good bowl game, though. And also, like, and this is going to, like, inside baseball here. Like, Justin Bietta is my friend. Like, I'm, like, like, very proud of you. Like, you did, very proud of what you did for the city. Very proud of the rub. Like, it, to me, it was just absolutely great. So. Anyways, the New Mexico Bowl was a blast. Uh, sorry we weren't able to talk about it yesterday, but we were preempted due to the um, snooze fest that was the Raiders and the Browns. I know a lot of you weren't watching if your fantasy teams are already dead like mine are. Mm. Also, what fantasy players are you playing from the Raiders and the Browns? Nick Chubb, and that's it. Yeah, because Hunt was out. Yeah, I mean, there's no one else there. It's a good weekend of football if you like to watch. And here's the thing about football. I want a lot of it at once, or I want none of it. This is why I tell you, I hate the primetime games. I hate the standalone games. Yeah. Because I don't want to watch the 30 seconds of dead air between every snap. Sure. We got to grab a break, Michael? Let's take a break. Oh, the phone lines are lighting up? Oh, my gosh, Michael. Take one day off. Take one day off. When we get back, uh, I guess we'll answer the phone, so we're excited to do that. Dave & Buster's presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinon Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. It's 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Friend of the show, Vincent, joining us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline. Vincent, did you attend the bowl this past weekend? Uh, no, unfortunately, I, I didn't, uh, but uh, uh, you two guys uh, – they say it's the two man on. Yes, sir. I mean, who, who, who got the first base first? I mean, who, who let off? Well, I it's mean. Van. Van's a slap hitter. He can go opposite field. Uh, he's got speed out of the box, and because he's a lefty, he gets the first step to first. So that's uh, so Van first. Yeah, and I'm okay. always on the top of the lineup. So there's that. Okay. Well, speaking of Van, he used the term "lady friend." Uh, it's like. Wow, I mean, does that? What does that mean, Van? I mean, to me, it means like um, you're a friend of a woman, but you're not intimate with her. Is that so she, true? I believe that's, that's correct. She's not my special lady. She's my lady friend, man. It's my well, girlfriend. No, I'm, I'm, I just I'm like just, I like saying uh, different stuff. I like mixing it up. Oh, well, okay. Well, I just kind of curious. I mean, well, I, you know. I'm an older guy, but, uh, you know, lady friend, uh, well, I, I, I've met any lady friends, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know. But, uh, Vincent, <laughs> Vincent, cool. Vincent, please quit talking about my girlfriend in front of Fred. He's going to get very jealous. So the inside baseball here, Vincent. Um, so, <laughs> so me and my girl, like, we made a rule where I don't say her name on air. So that's a rule between us. Same. Well, yeah, so well, I, I, I don't want to drag any women into this. The sort of conversation I don't, you know. But uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of baseball, 
I mean, did you know the the Cleveland Guardians, the ownership might uh, sell, which this is a huge story. The Indians, uh, the, the Indians, not the, you know, the Guardians, uh, they might, the, the owner might sell part of his thing. I which, saw the Dave Blitzer stuff, yeah. So that is good news for uh, Cleveland baseball fans. Let's put us out there. That, sure. that Dave Blitzer, he owns part of the 76ers. Is that right, Vitale? I'm going to make sure. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. At least he, if he, you know, he might, he might actually spend a, a little bit of money. And it was classic. The, the, the quote, the quote from the, uh, the guy, uh, Dolan. Well, we didn't, we were losing money, uh, and, or we're not making as much as we thought owning the Indians. You know, and they're spending $45 million a year on payroll. So it's like, oh, come on. Well, how long have they uh, had the team now? They bought the team in 2099 or 2000. The Dolans bought it. And, and I mean. No, no, no. Oh, that's not No, correct? no, 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 no. <laughs> it's uh, 2016. The team, they they went out and they, they you know, that's when they, went, they were in the World Series in 2016. Oh, I thought since then, I thought Dick Jacobs sold then, it in '99. Maybe I'm not correct. Well, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacobs, yeah, but uh, but they had a succession of ownership. But uh, no, the Dolan guy. It, it's like, what are you doing owning a team uh, if you don't want to win? Well, of course he didn't want to win, and he can't make money. So I mean, if that's what he thinks, I, I just it's nonsense. There's something so up I'm, with Blitz. I'm, there's something up with Blitzer, though, because he owns part of the Devils, I think, part of the 76ers, and some European yeah. soccer team. I don't know. But I know Major League Baseball kept him from buying part of the Giants, I think, in early 2000s. And so there right. must be something in his history that is, like, weird. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something. Right. But anyway, I just hope – I mean, Mets, you not know, Giants. Cleveland fan, I was like, what are they going to do? Just, I mean, they have a really good team. But he won't spend any money. They spent forty-four million this year. That's their payroll. Forty-four million. I mean, that's what the Yankees pay in in tax. And they pay <laughs> their uh, bat boys that much. Money. Right. I mean, oh come on. Anyway, I'm boring you with the Cleveland baseball, but uh, well, you guys, uh, I'm glad the New Mexico Bowl is here. I'm not a big, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a. It actually was a pretty good game. It was a good game. It was a good game. All the yeah, way down. Yeah. And uh UTEP uh you know, they're always you know, they're always a good draw because they people can drive up, go to the game, drive back. Now, how much they add to the economy of Albuquerque is debatable. Uh Symbietta won't uh, address that. But you saying El Pasoans are cheap, Vincent? Is that what you're saying? You're saying, saying they don't want to spend their pesos up here? It's the same thing as if if UNM fans had to go to the Sun Bowl. They're going to drive down to El Paso and come back because they're both cheap. Shoot, yeah. I'm going to Wadis. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, if I'm already in El Paso, well, why am I stopping? Oh, no, we no, getting no, loose no, in no, J-Town, friend, homie. No, my friend, don't go to Wadis anymore. <laughs> See, I got I got all the vaccinations I need to get across the border. I'm, I'm going to go right down and back. That's my well, plan. Yeah, well, you might be having the vaccinations, but when it's – Somebody chops off your head, it's not going to make any difference. So. Uh, Touche. Take care, bro. I don't think there's a vaccine for that. <laughs> no, there's not. Uh, you know. <laughs> but I have a cartel member uh, 
uh, Hector Sama Monk uh, that might actually No names. No names. No names, Vincent. <laughs> redacted. Hector Samanka. Oh, my God. Double redacted. Vincent, we got to go. <laughs> Fred, Fred didn't pick up on that Breaking Bad reference. No, right I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I've only one time dropped organized crime names on air, and it was Mike Vitale both times. <laughs> Once a week, we out him. Vincent cracks me up. I really like Vincent. This, uh, the guy, that Blitzer cat, Dave Blitzer, we didn't even talk about this before the show, whatever, but he, uh, he owns, I think the Yankees, all their minor league teams. And it might not be all three. It might just be two of them. I don't really know, but he owns the Scranton whatevers and the whatever whatevers. And he's doing okay. They're all the Yankees though, aren't they? All their minor league teams are the Yankees. So sort of, so like, you know, the isotopes are Albuquerque baseball club. That's what he owns. He owns like Scranton baseball club. But they're able to call themselves the Yankees, though, right? Well, yeah. But I think they're called the Rail Raiders. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. Oh. <laughs> huh. The Memphis Redbirds are not the Memphis Cardinals. Sure. Yeah. The Albuquerque Isotopes are not the Albuquerque Colorado Rockies. You're but explaining Oklahoma, this to Oklahoma me. Oklahoma City is the like Dodgers. I don't know that. All right, well, here's the thing about Oklahoma City. That's the worst city in the country. They can't spell thunder, which I'm still stuck on forever. And sports-wise, it's a joke. Also, not a joke, is the 47 NFL players that went on the COVID transaction list today. Did you guys see this? Isn't that bonkers? It's crazy. Bonkers. And you know what the NFL did? Instead of, like, changing, like, hey, go to, go to practice, go home. Instead of changing, like, meetings and lunchrooms, they were like, cool, we're just going to test less. What? Yeah. If you never test for it, you never get it. This is, I think that's their logic, right? Trump even said he got the booster the other day. Like, you, like, what are we doing here? If I don't go to the doctor, they can't tell me I have cancer, so I'm a survivor, I guess. Here are the NFL protocols. Targeted testing for fully vaccinated players and staff. Um, targeted? Why is that in quotations? What does targeted mean? I thought targeting was uh, illegal in football now. Oh, I'll tell you what targeting means. If you're showing signs or symptoms. Omicron doesn't care about your signs and symptoms. Daily testing for everyone else. So that's just um, Cole Beasley. (laughs) Aaron Uh, Rodgers is on some sort of magic 90-day safety window. See, I read about that, and it still doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. He, you know what he did? He canceled cultured COVID testing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Did you pick up on that reference, Vital? He didn't pick up on your, it. Your boy, Aaron Rodgers? No, he can't. He can't handle the truth on his boyfriend. Any Aaron negativity Rogers. towards Aaron right now because they're playing very well and he's doing well, I, don't, I won't even subscribe. I won't even pay lip service to yeah, it. Yeah, because you've been gaslighted. He was, he, was on, he was on the Pat McAfee show today, Vital. Which, by the way, I love Pat McAfee. He's so good. I have very few role models in this business because I like to like forge my own path. If I could grow up and be just like Pat McAfee, I swear to God I would do it. Yeah, an NFL punter, <laughs> podcast notwithstanding. Yeah. Well, why so, Vital, he, he went on the Pat McAfee show, which is the most popular sports podcast in the country. World. And he had on a hoodie with cancel culture on it, and then it was cancel culture was X'd out. So... Less than 24 hours after having a press conference, 
with every media member in the world there with microphones in his face. Well, no, via Zoom. He's and then, via going, Zoom. then going on the Pat McAfee show, which is the most popular sports podcast in yeah. the country, possibly world, he had a cancel culture so, shirt. Actually, the way the podcast was set up, you can read the whole hoodie, and it said cancel culture club. Mm. And the whole time Pat McAfee kept going, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on my show. Yes, that was actually what he yeah. said. Speak- and he, he, he talked about being silenced. Is it karma or comma? Yeah, I don't care. I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> he's being silenced, Vital. By who? As he's on the biggest podcast in the sports world. He's being silenced during post-game interviews where there's two dozen microphones in his face. On the exact Such a joke. On the exact same Sirius Satellite Radio Network, Mad Dog Sports, there's a show every Monday that Tom Brady hosts called Let's Go. No one even knows about it. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, every week, is on a bigger show than the greatest football player to ever game, to play the game. Seven-time, soon-to-be eight-time NFL Super Bowl champion of the world. And Aaron Rodgers is like, stop picking on me. I'm being silenced. You guys don't understand. It's hard to have this haircut. Well, I tell you what, Van does understand, who's regularly mistaken for Aaron Rodgers this past weekend at the Mexico Bowl with his beanie. <laughs> That's so accurate. I took pictures as Aaron Rodgers during the New Mexico Bowl. More COVID talk. We had the uh, UNM slated for next segment, but we're going to push that back a little bit because I'm still on the NFL. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. Deep. Nice. It's a different day, wasn't it? I couldn't give you a single verse. But all the chorus. Uh, you know who's a lady killer? <laughs> that boy George guy. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it's a longer bleed than I thought it was to the chorus. <laughs> Just let it go. And go. <laughs> Everyone in their car is doing the air drums. You know they on are. On their steering wheel right now. Doing this thing. The Carlton. Put your hands back on the wheel. Quit yeah. doing the Carlton. Stop doing West Side Story. Stop it. Good job, Michael. <laughs> You're the best in the business, Mike Vital. Thank you very much. How fortunate we are to have you. It was a good tune back in the day. <laughs> it had to have been a chart topper. And it, it's got, like, longevity, too. It's Okay, today's varsity. <laughs> today's varsity is the varsity of 80s bangers. Oh, my goodness. I love this one. Okay. 80s bangers. And please, I get it. I was born in the 80s. Anyone who calls and mentions my mom and dad, you're done. You're going on the one-week suspension list, and because it's a holiday, that's really two weeks. Well, I was going to end with that, so I guess I'm not now. You got a lot to choose from. Rick Ashley, Tears for Fears. Was it Manfred Mann in the 70s anyways? Yes. It's making me so mad. What are you born in 79? Well, thanks a lot for that. 82. Okay. I'll be 40 in two months. Congrats. Thank you. I want to bet with myself. You're not 40 yet. What do you why are you putting the card in front of the horse? <laughs> I'm about to win a bet with myself. <laughs> Maybe. 
Mandatory mask at facilities, virtual or mass meetings, no bars, clubs with more than 10 people. Okay. You know what that means, a lot of VIP parties. Sure. That's what that means. Oh, yeah, backdoor stuff. No, okay. (laughs) No visitors on road? What does that mean? Oh, like in your hotel room. When you're on the road. Okay. Tell that to Aaron Rodgers. hey Agreed to accelerate a timeline for COVID-19 positive players returning the active roster. Under old protocols, a player had to test negative in 24 hours apart or wait 10-day quarantine. Or I'm saying this backwards. I apologize. 24 hours apart, you had to have two negative tests. Or you had to wait the 10-day quarantine period. With the changes, the threshold expands to just two negative tests whenever you can get them. Just back-to-back? It's <laughs> just... Just one in each nostril. Let's go. All right. And I'm about to say a sentence, and after I say it, I want us to give respect to the sentence because it deserves it, okay? The threshold expands beyond just two negative tests. That includes tests in which the player is found to have a viral load below the standard to make it contagious. Okay. Okay. Why did you smile like that when you said load? I See, I asked you. I asked you <laughs> right before I said it. <laughs> So the idea is they're going to try to get 47 of these 47 guys off the COVID list before um, Christmas. It's bonkers. What, 20, 26 yesterday, 21 more today, over 120 active players on the COVID list total. That's two and a half football teams worth of players. Yeah. It's too many players. There's not 40 good quarterbacks. So uh, maybe COVID isn't all that bad. Nope, you're wrong. Because <laughs> Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Who? Packers wide receiver. Is he new? I've never... Plays opposite of Devontae Adams. Is he? Are had you... the best game of his career and got COVID. So, uh... so he caught a bunch of passes and he caught COVID? Yeah. He got the... Uh... The Oklahoma Comic-Con. Is that that what it's called? The new one? What is it? Omicron. Oh, yeah. The Necronomicron. That's not correct. That's not it either? There's some big names on this list. Here's what I'm saying. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey? Yeah. Oh, man. What are they going to do? And Josh Gordon. They ain't got no one to replace anybody. You, I mean, they're just going to cancel games? Oh, no, my boy A.J. Espinoza's on here. A.J. Espinoza? The guy from Unsolved Mysteries? No, he plays for Buffalo, but he's from my hometown. The, I mean, it's not good. Jadavian Clowney on the list. Your boy in Detroit, Michael, Jared Goff, who has the... The Lions looking like world beaters right now. I told you they'd win. You did say that, and I hate your guts so much. Biting off kneecaps and taking names. That's not a... I'm sorry, what? Yeah, come on now. All the time with the kneecaps thing. It's the mafia in him. Hey, That's uh, what their coach Dave Campbell said when he got hired. Yes, I'm familiar with what he said. You can move a Vital out of the mafia. Yeah. Hey, uh... How about you score a touchdown or maybe some concrete boots, whatever. Go for the 2.0, okay? <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, uh, 
it's important you cover the spread here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Kansas City, they lost all their best players, including their kicker, so what are you going to do there? Mahomes can kick. <laughs> sure. He got the haircut of a kicker. Um, if you don't believe that COVID-19 is real, let's just say you're listening right now, and you're like, you're like, you know, Fred, I just I don't trust um people who are smarter than me. Hmm. If you're one of those people, Donald Trump got the booster and Joey Bosa got COVID. It is very real. Sure. It's insanely real. Your heroes are showing you that it's real. Trust your heroes. I'm curious. Ah, Let okay. me preface this. Thank you. Let me preface this by saying I don't want anybody to die of COVID. No. I don't want any uh, life-altering illnesses to people because of COVID. Correct. But boy, do I want Cole Beasley to get sick from COVID. He has COVID. Cole Beasley, anti-vaxxer extraordinaire, now has COVID, and he's going to have to experience it unvaccinated. So boy, am I a fly on the wall for this one. Do you know anyone that had COVID uh, unvaccinated? Um, I know one. Okay. Yeah, he's sitting right across from me. Right oh, it now. was me. Yeah, it was you. Yeah. It was the worst. You almost died. I cannot drive this home enough. And there are other people that are in talk radio here in this town, no names, who t- have talked about their COVID experience and the amount that they want to share it. Cool. Here's how I share mine. It was terrifying. There was a period of time at or near 36 hours where I really feared for my life because medical professionals said I was in a position where I needed to fear for my life. Sure. Cool. I knew you were in big trouble because you didn't text me that day. I was like, oh, no. My hands didn't work because I had such a low blood oxygen level that I couldn't <laughs> extend the digits of my fingers to text. And you're like, well, Fred, why don't you just talk to text? Breathing apparatus. Couldn't breathe. That's why. Yeah, you're intubated. <sighs> Do not get covid and COVID right now is worse than COVID has ever been. Fred, that can't be true. It's 100% true. My lady friend, Vincent, is a doctor here in town. She says to me just the other day, Fred, hospital is at like 150%. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. That's You can only have 100% of something. And she's like, no, it's rooms are doubled up. Hallways are full. Uh, mops don't have closets to be in because people are in there. Like, it's... That is right now. There's not an ICU bed in the state. What? There's not an ICU bed in the state. That is a true statement. I know this, and uh, sorry for the bummer, but my uncle passed away a few days ago, and he had to be flown all the way to Nevada because every hospital in Texas, New Mexico, Colorado, Arizona, every single ICU bed is full of people unvaccinated with COVID. I was not going to make mention, but thank you for sharing. Yeah. <sighs> Get your test before your holiday gatherings. Get your vaccines before your holiday gatherings. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On, live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The sports animal. Things change, and we have to pivot and adapt um, when things happen, and this is one of those times. Our student-athletes are the ones that, first and foremost, we want to keep them safe, healthy, um, so they can do what, what they're here to do. But we also have, have a responsibility to make sure our fans and everyone else who comes and visits the pit 
um, have a safe and, and, and uh, you know, healthy environment. Well, I mean, that's straight from the horse's mouth. Eddie Nunez, your athletic director from the UNM Lobos, who, by the way, UNM trusts to make the right decisions. You see that from his contract extension. Pretty good at his job. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't struggle. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes here. He says, if you're going to come out, get the shot. But Fred, it's not fair. I don't want to show my papers. What? Okay, that's fine. You have that right. Stay but home. So do they to enforce this rule. Literally stay home. Cool. Stay home. You know what else you can't do? Fly out of the country. Fred, if the business doesn't want to make a cake for a gay couple, they have that right. I agree completely. And if that business tells you you can't come inside without a vaccine, guess what? They have that right as well. I have been in, like, leadership management roles in my life. I will refuse service to anyone, specifically if you're a jerk. I used to run that health, <laughs> I used to run that health club here in town, right? If you were a jerk to my teenage, part-time, working as a housekeeper employee, I will ask you to leave. Yes, immediately. Because there's not a vaccine for being a jerk, but you still can't do it. Right. Yeah. And by the way, I don't want to show papers, guy. By the way, this is fascism, guy. Yeah. Do you not have children that go to school? Because they have to be vaccinated to go to school. Did you not go to school? Hey, hey, Boomer, you know that little that little nugget on your right shoulder? You had to have that to go to school. And apparently, papers guy, you haven't traveled anywhere either. Because you have to be vaccinated to go to South America. You have to be vaccinated to go to Africa. You have to be vaccinated to go to Southeastern Asia and a bunch of other places that I've never gone and don't have any reference to. You need a vaccine to see a symphony in Santa Fe. There you go. You just need a vaccine. And if you're a principal guy, if you're like, well, I got the vaccine. I just don't want to be a part. Yes, it doesn't matter. Do it. It's not for you. It's for the comfort of others. And this part of the conversation is for another station, i.e. KKOB next door. But there's a lot bigger things to fight about. Like, your government, the scientific community wanting you not to die from a disease, that's not oppression. They're trying to help. Against your will, they're trying to help you. But guess what? There's plenty of other pertinent issues that you can fight about. Pick a different one. It's a non-issue. It's proven to be safe. It's not going to make your pee-pee soft. It's not going to make you grow a baby's arm out of your neck. But if I, right? wait, if I wait long enough, then I'll get to play part-time for the Nets. <laughs> okay. That's a very select niche audience there. UNM says, show up with your vaccine. I say, let's go Lobos. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, and I noticed Vital is straight away from the 80s uh, uh, remixes of bumper musics that I wanted. 80s banger bumpers. Joining us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, friend of the show, the Mailman. Mailman, how are you? I don't see, Are you? I don't know how you potted up. That's my fault. I'm learning. I'm learning the system here. 
It's not working. I broke it, Michael. Can you make I'm, it? I'm, okay. All right, you're back. I got it. You got me now? Yeah, it's Michael's Wicked. fault. I swear to God. Okay, okay. Here we go. So, I want in on the 80s bangers. How do I, how do I, how do I submit my, my five for the varsity? All right, give it to how me. How do I get in on it? I want him right now. Give him to me. Right now, real time. Here we go. Oh, see, see, no, because I, I want to give you some good ones. <laughs> I want, I, let's just say I'll give you one. Okay. Pat Benatar. Anything about Pat Benatar. All right, well, obviously, Pat, like Pat Bangs. So, all right, so Pat Benatar is on the list. Okay. Anything, anything by, um, uh, you go. You go in. Uh, we belong or love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. Love is a battlefield. Battlefield. Yeah. Love okay. Is a battlefield. There you go. Not bad. Battlefield of the mind. Okay. Uh, so on the list. Also, also, uh, cheap trick. You can put cheap trick in there. Yeah, that's very good. Right. <laughs> you know, got to put them here, but got to represent the hairband. But anyway, also, I, I, I. Do you still have? Do we still have the access to the um, the texter? Sure do. Yes, sir. Or of the same and number. Two four six zero six ten, right? Five zero five two four six zero six ten. All right, so I'm gonna hit you up with 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 my with my five on the text. Okay, but do not take yeah. Living Colors Cult of Personality as it's my number one. So do not take that. Oh, no, no. I was going to give you some Rick James, too. Okay. Oh, oh see, okay. Now, now you're speaking my language, Mel, man. <laughs> but anyway, I had given you guys some nicknames. And uh, was was Buck D going to be in on the uh, on the on the in the 80s? Uh, well, he is calling at 6.30 as we are doing Robert's uh, podcast tonight, the BS show with him and Six. Uh, BS stands for Buck D and Six. So if you, uh, I don't know if you follow us on social media, Mailman, but we will have that up tonight where you can tune into us where I'm sure we will continue. Well, you know, that guy's a youngster. He don't know nothing about the 80s, man. <laughs> that dude looked like he was born in 22 years ago. I'm not trying to put Robert's <laughs> business. I think Robert is 43. I think Robert is 43 years old. That would make Robert the oldest out of us three. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. That dude's got to pull up a birth certificate. I believe it when I see it. He's an Albert Pujols of radio host. Sure. Yeah, he's a youngster. But anyway, um, uh, anything uh, by his new nickname, Robbie Rob. Now, you know what group Robbie Rob was in, right? Hit me. CNC Music Factor. Oh, yeah. Robbie Rob, break it down. Come on. Come on. Now, uh, CNC Music Factory, I believe, is uh, Canada and Canuck Music Factory. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Hey, Mailman, I had the I had the Gonna Make You Sweat single on tape when I was a youngster. That's Probably a That's a good one. third grade, fourth grade, maybe. Yep. 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 Preach on it. Preach on it, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, your new nickname for the remainder of the show is Little Van Vader. That's a good one. Your uh, um, Fred Slow is now Fred Slim Slow. You remember what that's from, Fred? No, I have no idea. Slim Slow uh, was the nickname that the comic gave uh, Eddie Murphy in um, uh, uh, the first... Um, uh, Nutty Professor. 
Oh, I've never Remember seen he that. Remember, you say he no. on the new guy, Slim yeah, Slow. Slim Slow, okay. I only know Slim Slow Slider by Van Morrison. That's all I know. What? Well, no, you're Fred Slim Slow, and Buck D is now Robbie Raw from the C&C Music Factory. <laughs> okay, we'll bounce that one off him later, see how he feels about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I've, I've been here. I know he listened I know he listened because he'd be like, he he one of them closet dudes. Even when he ain't on the radio, he's like, <laughs> you know, you you heard of them them closet, them stalkers, them Facebook stalkers that they be on Facebook with no name. Facebook, I got him well, in real I, life, mailman. Yeah, he's well, yeah, he's a Facebook stalker more than likely from the so, te- <laughs> from he's the a radio stalker from the texture so right now. Listening. Robert Gibson says, Robbie, Rob, yeah, I'm listening. So there you go. <laughs> Mailman, yeah. you are too much. And do me a favor, uh, make sure my mom gets that tin of cookies I sent her before Friday. It's going to be a big ordeal if they don't get there. Hey, why don't you send her a check? I'll make sure she gets that for sure. <laughs> An envelope full of cash? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, a real a real son would send a check. <laughs> That's a lot of truth. I, if I tried to Venmo my mom, she'd be like, what is Venmo? I don't, like, that's not... We have the same we have the same credit union, me and my mom. And if I transfer hey, money into it, she'll, hey, even, she'll call me confused. Even my mom has Cash App. Come on now. It, yeah, <laughs> I'm catching up. Mailman, is that your cash legal app? name? I'm going to write a bunch of hot checks with the mailman on it. That, put them in. See which, one, see which one gets cash. Don't worry about it. I'll deliver. <laughs> mailman, thank I'll you deliver. so much. Hey, shoot it. Hit us with the texture. Send us your list. Yep, got you. Good you dude. guys have a good one. He's, he's very fun. Good friend of the show. You know, I did not expect his first two answers to be Pat Benatar and Cheap Trick. So I thought... I could have lived my whole life and never guessed those two. And I don't know Mailman as well, but, I mean, there's there's a lot of other direction I thought he would have gone. Rick James would have been one of my top ten guesses. I would have said, hey, Mailman, yes, I do understand that you want to express yourself, which is a good NWA reference yes, if you get it. Isn't that when LL Cool J came out? DJ Jazzy Jeff was about as big as anything was back then. But you know, I'm excited me. for this list. It's going to be a good one. We got a cool week of shows because you, we are here not till Friday, so we are off Friday. Friday is national programming, okay? So we're here till Thursday, but we're only here till six on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So on Thursday, the 4 to 6 show, we're going to do our year in review show. Like that. Yeah. So we're going to do our 2021 year in review on Thursday. And that's, so that's everything. That's sports moment of the year. That's athlete of the year. That's play of the year. That's everything of the year. But we'll do like outside of that as well. We'll do, sure. I don't know, like like the what the heck moment of the year. The blunder of the year. Oh, yeah. like The jerk of the year. Yeah, fail of the year. Yeah. Yeah, celebrity breakup of the year. Like, we'll do them all on this Thursday because it's only a two-hour program. And then you are off the following week for holiday. Yeah, I got a week off. Similar to the way I took Thanksgiving off. Correct. Because we made a pack. Well, tradesies. To never take off the same week again due to the gigantic failure that was us both taking off the same week to go to Hawaii. Accurate. Because Michael can't host a show by himself. No, no, no. I could see it. I could just pull up the collars. He he does hoist us on his back 
and carry us through the program. And then just talk. But not on his own. Inside baseball for the listener, for the friend of the show, when Mike's not talking on the microphone, it's because he's on the phone with callers. He just chit-chats with them for 10 minutes, doesn't even listen to the show. Or I got to screen and tell the drunk to go to get off the phone. Plural. You screen a lot of calls. We appreciate the hard work. should see some of the calls I get. Also, inside baseball, I don't super love callers. Like, if you're coming through, it's because we want you on the show. Sure. Like, if if we're over here talking UNM, and you're calling to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, you might not make it right now. We're talking UNM. Be on topic, guys. Yeah, just – and also, what I do like about our callers is they don't ask us how we're doing. Because that used to be my biggest pet peeve when I was in radio in St. Louis. It was, how you guys doing? Huh? You've been oh, listening. you know, dealing with some depression. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hard to get to the gym. I'm just, you know, putting weight on. This is hard, man. Yeah. Haven't had a salad in weeks. Winter equinox, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you've been listening for an hour and a half. You know how just we're doing. Just get to the yeah. point. And that's why, like, Vincent is such a good call. Because right away, Vincent is like, I'm going to attack Van. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, please. Bring it. That's why Mailman's such a good call. Because he's like, I'm going to attack Rob. Rob's not even here. I'm in on that. There's a handful. If you want to call right now, 505-246-0610 of the Quans Auto Care Hotline and make fun of Sorry TV and Radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega, we'll put you on air because that's a good call. God, that'd be a hard call to make. Yeah, because you can't. Because you can't. No, he's so He's so perfect in every yeah. way. He's just such a wonderful human being. Also... Been kind of an open segment, so if you wanted to call and talk about the Cowboys, right that, now, yeah, that would have been the time. Be the time. <laughs> and holidays are weird too, right? Because everyone's schedules are different during the holidays. This is a dead week professionally, right? Yeah, take it off. We don't even you don't even bring guests in this week. They got other stuff going on, and it's like a weird thing too. So, like, if you call someone, so say if you call whoever, friend of the show, Eddie Nunez, we just had a soundbite from. You call Eddie Nunez, like, hey, big dog, you want to do the show? He'll do it because he's your friend. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. He got family in town. Christmas week, bro. Yeah. Figure it out. So you get these weird filler segments where you got to talk about COVID twice over. Not traditionally you have to talk about COVID. When we get back, the NHL is out of the Olympics. The NBA has a scheduling issue on Christmas. UFC boys are doing UFC stuff. We'll talk about the football game that apparently just started five minutes ago, and it took me ten minutes to find it on the TV, so I have no idea what time or score it is. Let's go Redskins. I think they're the football team now. Dave Busters presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Joining us on the Quans Auto Care, starting over the segment. Welcome back. Joining us on the Quans Auto Care Hotline, friend of the show, friend in real life, Henry T. Henry, welcome. Wow. I'm on the show. <laughs> Henry, I, last time I saw you, I asked you to be on the show for an hour or do the whole show with us. I appreciate it. And then I showed up yesterday, and I got the Raider game. What? Yeah. Which I really enjoyed, by the way. Yeah, we got booted yeah. for the Raiders. But I was a little disappointed I didn't get Fred and Van. Wow. I had a heartbreak there for about 10 minutes, and then <laughs> Musburger took over. Well, I'm no Brent Musburger, but I appreciate the kind words. He's not so bad. 
No, I wanted to praise you guys real quick Aww. before Christmas. You guys have revolutionized Sports Talk Radio. I really don't know what to call you guys, but I hang in there with you guys a lot every day. And, uh, man, you know a little bit about everything and a lot about nothing, and it's uh, entertaining. Aww. Thank you. What? <laughs> That's very kind, Henry. Thank you. Especially coming from you, Henry. You're an absolute legend in Albuquerque and New Mexico sports, and we really appreciate it. Yeah. And I, I don't even think I can hang in there with you guys for an hour because uh, you guys go to the latest movies, and I, I can't even recall when I saw a movie. I think it was Ben-Hur or The Godfather, <laughs> one of the two. Uh, Henry, Henry T still has the Game Face Live podcast, which uh, comes out pretty regularly. I see it all the time on Facebook. I know you had a good one yesterday, a little encore presentation with Clarissa Rudolph Hastings. And uh, was it Coach Clem Charlton? Is that who was on yesterday? Yeah, my uh, high school football coach back in the day. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, good man. Good man. Motivator. And he's, I think he's 95 years old today. And, man, with energy galore, he's got energy like Fred and Van. Oh, you guys are bubbling over with energy. <laughs> but I just had to get on and say Merry Christmas. And we didn't do it yesterday, but we will do it again in the near future. Thank you to Henry T., one of the kindest words from one of the kindest gentlemen in the community. Yeah, we were uh, appreciate you, Henry. Thank you, guys. Be careful. A good friend. We were supposed to have Henry on yesterday, yeah, but we got booted for the Raiders. I figured we'd we'd reschedule sometime soon. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I did turn on. Uh, do you do you tune into the Henry T. Game Face podcast? Oh, whenever I see it, okay. I listen. So the Game Face Live podcast is very good, um, and they do it. Henry T. does it through ProView. So if you're aware of ProView Networks and kind of everything they do as it relates to sports, I know, I think ProView today, today is doing like eight games. It's, it's like, you don't realize how many games they do. And 365 days a year, ProView does like 300 games, plus podcasts, plus studio programming, plus I, I think they cover city council meetings. I'm not even joking. So Henry T. Uh, had a good one yesterday. I watched uh, of the hour-long show. I think I watched 40, 45 minutes of it. And, um, yeah, he... He and Sebastian Noel is good at this too. There's some real good pros in town. They're able to cover like the local story really well, which you and I don't do as well. Right. Yeah, we we'll give you national stuff and we'll laugh a lot and we'll bounce. But um if you're really passionate about local sports and if you're really passionate about like those angles, um Henry T is is a prime option for you. Follow him on social media at Gameface Live and M. Uh Henry T, I I mean motivational speaker, the sports broadcaster, he's just a very good dude. Mr. Everything. My my favorite local sports personality, and it's not even close. Not even close. Uh, the texter is rolling in, 505-246-0610, with 80s bangers recommendation. Some of these are good. Some my, of them my are list, not. My list might just be their list. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, on my list, um, 4524, thank you. Good suggestions. The NHL van uh, is announced today, according to the Wall Street Journal, that this is – when's this article from? Let me make sure I got this here. 
one hours ago, 45 minutes ago, okay? So the Wall Street Journal says the NHL is pulling out of the Beijing Olympics. The league and its players agreed to move amid a pause to the current season due to the COVID-19 related problems. <sighs> okay. So this one's got a couple layers, right? Number one, hockey is suspending as of the day after Christmas. Is that correct? And it's suspended now? I thought they already they took a week off. Well, maybe I don't have that correct. Let me make sure. So there's games tonight. Oh, okay. And then they're taking a week off. Yeah. Okay. So they're taking that time. And what they're going to do is the canceled games, they're going to try to make up during what would have been the break for the Olympics. Correct. So NHL players, can, and by the way, Beijing is a hellhole. Like Beijing right now is COVID central. Yes. That you might not, you may not be seeing that everywhere. You need to be seeing that. Oh my God. One of the most populated places on earth is having an outbreak. Oh my God. Who could have predicted this? NBC don't want you to know. You watch you watch anything on NBC right now? Then it's got Olympic commercials. Zero Beijing mentions. Beautiful downtown Beijing right now in real time. What is what is that? What is that voice? I think that was Brent Musburger. I wasn't really sure. I was kind of reaching there. It was it was very much a reach. Yeah, yeah. That was like Brockmeyer, but if you weren't like like self destructive. Oh, you know my Brockmeyer's money. Yeah. Wait, let's, let's not talk about my Brockmeyer. It's kind of perfect. The Winter Olympics in a regular year are already a joke. They're already they're already second tier. They're already embarrassing to everyone who even tries to do good. Hey, I want you to stand right in front of curling and say that to their face. Yeah, I'm not afraid to be mean to a couple dads <laughs> at the grocery store checkout. Half the world doesn't even play in the Winter Olympics because they don't have winter. True. We happen to be in a place where there's winter, so we think winter is more common. There's so much of the world that doesn't even mess with winter. Right. So that part of the world's out. The whole the south half of the planet. They're like, winter? They're like, you're, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Felice, not a winter. Jamaica did all right the one time, though. What does that mean? Are you talking about bobsledding? Um, I swear course, to God. Of course I'll, I'm making cool running references. I will go to break right now. If I ever say Jamaica... It's going to be about Usain Bolt, Weed, or Cool Runnings. There's no other options. Bob Marley. Nope, yeah. not even Bob Marley. No, I agree with Michael here. I think you're going to be vetoed on this one. There was another Jamaican, too, that was really fast. Bailey? Was that his name? Bailey's uh, from the States. Oh, okay. There was a cool Jamaican name, though. J also, you can say Jamaican when you're saying that something has made you away. So, You're making me crazy? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Now who needs a timeout? <laughs> so the NHL, <laughs> the NHL says, we're not going to the Olympics. Well, okay, cool. This is Okay. And here's how NBC feels about it. They don't care. There's 0% chance that they care. If you get COVID in Beijing and or China, they quarantine you, not for 10 days, a month. If you go play hockey in the Olympics – and you contract COVID, you are stuck there. For five weeks is what I was reading. You're stuck in a Chinese camp. Uh, hotel they put you bed. in camps. Yeah. You, will be, you, will be stuck, you will be stuck in China for three weeks after the Olympics are over. 
You're just there now. You might as well get a condo. They leave you sitting there, too. It's horrible conditions I, I, in Beijing. Oh, it's absolutely horrible. Do you know what they eat over there? Rice. It's a rice-based society. Okay, well, I enjoy rice very much. Oh, you, There's a lot of other bad parts besides the rice. You could go five weeks without bread? You went, yes. Oh, I don't. I often that. do. I don't like that. I'm not a big bread guy. Mm-hmm. You don't like bread? I'm a oh, wheat, I couldn't yeah, go a I'm, day without bread. I'm also wheat-based. A day without bread? Yeah, I would. I'm also a, like a bread, like pastas. Oh my goodness! Are you, you a go to, pigeon? I'll you go can't to, go one day without bread. That's, that's tough. <laughs> what are you? Do you do you live at Tingley Beach? Are you a goose? Yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> They're not going to put the Olympics on the three letter network, anyways. Of all the horrible things, let's un- let's unpackage this a little. Yeah. Bit. Of all the horrible things going on in China right uh-huh. now. You went straight to rice? Well, I also had a ginseng <laughs> thing I was going to do. There's multiple different people who are enslaved right now right, in I'm, China. Well, you are not. I mean, you're very correct in saying that. But what I'm saying is the people that are enslaved are not hockey players. Yet. <sighs> Until you get there and get COVID. And apparently you have to live off of rice. And for ginger. Five weeks. And ginger. Right. And ginger. Okay. Two things I like a lot. You're not, you, you're not making ginger? A, yeah. I love ginger. It's delicious. Have you ever had an ale made from ginger? Yes. They're delicious. I, I would agree with that. Put a little grenadine in it. And you're like, this is nice. Uh huh. Sexy, isn't it? Put a little drinky drink in it, too. You're Just like, raw ginger is great. Candy ginger. I'll do like some steamed ginger, like with sushi. Did you have, did you, you had sushi for lunch? Did I, you, yeah. Did you have your ginger, too? I, I mean, I did, yeah. Okay. See. Not all ginger is actually ginger. I don't know if you're aware of this. I think the slavery is probably worse than rice. Okay. I would probably say that's a bigger reason to be upset. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. But I'm Mil- st- millions of people in concentration camps. That's right. a little worse. Okay, uh social justice van. Then why does Beijing even have the Olympics? Money. Oh. Influence. <laughs> John Cena. John Cena made it happen. Wait, John Cena is in Chinese now? Oh, have you ever heard John Cena speak Mandarin? I can't tell if you're joking. No, I'm not is at all. Joking? No, this it's it's the most fluent, like world influential of anything ever. John Cena speaks Mandarin? He speaks fluent Mandarin. That's weird. It's like whenever you see like somebody from Quebec just go in and out of French and English at the same time, like fl- fluidly, and you're like, you don't even notice they're doing it. That's how well John Cena Mandarins. How how did he learn Mandarin that well? Did he get COVID in Beijing? No, he learned it that well when he was pursuing all the money. Ah, I see. Yeah. I see. There's a lot of money in China. Well, I just learned. You told me that. That's why they have the Olympics. One out of four people on Earth is Chinese. Did you know that? Yes. That's how many people are there. Well, hockey. Which I don't mind. Hockey is not going to be there. Do you think China had a part in this? Because now their hockey team could hang. Well, because of all the rash of postponements, it's better to stay home at this point. I think it's better to cancel the Winter Olympics for 12, 12 years. I do, too. Just the Beijing. Just skip the next three. Yeah. They don't have bread over there hey, just for that cause. we got to start having our Winter Olympics now before there's no more winters ever again. I mean, there's some truth to what you're saying. Yeah. Global warming is not an idea. It's now. It's happening in real time. We were at the New Mexico Bowl the other day. It was beautiful. I way overdressed for the it's New Mexico winter. Bowl. Yeah. There, are, I, I'm assuming there are droughts places. I don't know that, but I'm just assuming it. China, maybe. Anyways, 
NBC doesn't care. They weren't going to show hockey on NBC anyways. They were only going to put it on USA Network or whatever. So that doesn't super matter. No one, not even NHL fan was going to watch that. Like NHL fan was not going to tune in to Olympic hockey. They don't care. I would probably be more passionate about Olympic hockey. If hockey had like a World Cup, I'd be way more passionate about that. I'll get behind the women's team just because I saw them play in person, and I'm like, I like that kind of connection. But otherwise, hey, post post me too. Try not to say get behind the women's team. <sighs> it's, does your dad listen to this show? Probably. You know what kind of disappointment you are to him. <laughs> oh, I knew that way before the show. There's a body of evidence. You've seen my resume. <laughs> I know radio. I know Van outside of radio. And I know Van on the radio. One of them is worse. And I'll tell you when we get back which one it is. <laughs> Two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. That's more like him, Michael. Getting closer to the 80s. I feel like I'm in a montage where I'm starting my sports car. Top down, sunglasses on, blazer over my fluorescent t-shirt. Rolled up blazer. Of course. Expose a little wrist. Mm-hmm. Shoulder pad oh, blazer. All, not just all day, but all night as well. Put in a bow on this NHL talk as the NHL has announced that it's not going to allow its players to participate in the Beijing Olympics. This is very much like a... I guess I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Also, that's been, what, the last 24 months of our lives? This isn't the show for this, but all the human rights violations that China is making, and I know the United States is one to point the finger, but with all of, like, China's blatant human rights violations, you just boycott the whole thing. Get a get a conglomeration of like-minded countries together and boycott the whole thing who cares start our own olympic start our own olympic that's way better yeah with drugs with drugs and hookers well i mean that's you're describing china and russia oh shoot <laughs> all right hot take here again the the winter olympics should only be in canada when it's in north america no just every year there's like four cities in canada you can put it between any of the four in, like, not a fair balance, like Quebec, Toronto, I guess. Montreal. Yeah, Ontario. Montreal. But, like, not Vancouver. All right, so the, all those other ones get it twice, and then Vancouver gets it once. And I see you just do that until everyone loses interest in the Winter Olympics, so that's really only, like, going to be eight years anyways. I think Salt Lake did a good job, right? That was a great Winter Olympics. Well, if I got to – Sochi sucked. I can't think of any European one that is like jumping out as me. That was really good. But yeah, I think Salt Lake was good. Washington football team takes a 10-0 lead. The football team was a six and a half point dog in this one. I thought that was a weird spread. And they got a guy that just signed off a practice squad, Gilbert. Garrett yeah. Gilbert? Garrett Gilbert. Yeah, a lifer. He was a former Big 12 quarterback. Play, played for the Cowboys. He was a St. Louis Ram for a little bit. He's one of those, like, stick around guys, which I'm really into. I love that stuff. You got to give me all that you got. You're making league men 
which is like a fair amount of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's not life-changing money. Practice squad players make more than like normal average career money. Yes. Also, can you imagine me and the guy that goes on the field who was like one of the best in the world, at least for that week, one of the best 32 in the world, and, and no one in the stands is like, yeah, let's go. We're excited to see you. Like, no one. He's doing a good job so far. Dropping dimes. This is the perfect chance to claim that the pandemic is the reason you cancel the Beijing Olympics and then you just take the Olympics out of Beijing. You just cancel the whole thing. They won't. They got what? When, when do you think they started preparing for the Olympics? 15 years ago? When, when do you think they Beijing? They had the Summer Olympics in 08. I think there were, I think there was hockey before 15 years ago. Are you talking about Beijing proper? Uh, I'm talking about like when they got. Oh, when it's announced where it's at? When it was announced. Because they've been, they've been preparing this for like. It's 10 12 or years. 15, it's 12 years. So they've been preparing for this for 12 years. Yeah. They're not going to stop now. They got this far. It's not like you're preventing anything. It, if you're the U.S. national team, it doesn't care about hockey. You're I'm not, like, like oh, stick in our eye. Oh, oh, gosh, dude. No one cares about hockey. Hockey guy doesn't care about hockey. Well, I know some passionate hockey fans. Yeah? Yeah. Can you name them on two hands, or do they all fit on one? On one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah on one. That's what I'm saying. But we live in the desert. So, hockey fans. Every fan, hockey fan that I know is obviously a transplant. 505-246-0610. take Olympic hockey very seriously. Cool. Shoot us a call or a text. Are you an Albuquerque born and raised hockey fan? I want to hear your story. Oh, awesome. Because every hockey player, every hockey fan I know is a transplant. Meet me at the outpost, and I'll race you skating backwards, and we'll see who wins. Oh, I just skated a couple days ago. At the was, outpost? It was a blast, yeah. Good spot. Great spot. Shout out, out to the outpost. This doesn't help hockey or hockey player because now nhl player is not going so you're not going to see the best versus the best in the world which is what is even the point of tuning in and then you're going to send juniors is what you're going to do so now you're just going to expose kids to this danger or minor leaguers yeah you're still going to have a squad but now you're going to have a squad full of losers and by losers i mean olympic athletes and they're just going to get sick because everyone over there is sick i think if the nhl is boycotting it they're boycotting it in all forms. Well, you think the Olympic Committee will scrounge together a bunch of scabs to replace them? Oh, I absolutely think that. They're going to not not go. They got Hendrix as a sponsor. Forget the Mighty Ducks. Don't you dare tell me to forget the Mighty Ducks. The Olympics should be rescheduled to 2023. Not 2022. 2023. I say we just boycott this one, period. I agree. That sucks for Olympian. I think all nations should. There's a lot of events where you don't necessarily have to be against each other, like speed skating. So you let the Olympics do the Olympic stuff in Beijing, and then you over here just do your own speed skating. You're like, well, that was faster. That's the winner. Also, they don't get like a ton of like comfort over there. I don't want to travel to Beijing to have to sleep in a hammock and then go compete in my thing. And why not take a page out of capitalism's book and ah. just zoom 
why do you have to go to the exact place? You can just have people race at the same time. Technology, you could just be there, be anywhere. All right, hear me out. Okay. 2021, cancel the Olympics, move it to 2023. 2021, eSports Olympics. Yeah, it's a money idea. There's there's not an eSports Olympics already? Do you know of an eSport Olympics? No, 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 I have a life. Um, <laughs> there's got to be, because there's big tournaments for everything. When I was, when I was in my uh, early 20s in college, I knew a guy who played Tekken professionally. Like, he made enough off of Tekken tournaments to live for a year. And that was 20 years ago. What is that word? Tekken. It's a fighting game. Is that from, like, a Dr. Seuss book? No. No, it's, it's, from, not, it's, it's from PlayStation. I do know what you're talking about. It's the best fighting game, and it's not mm, even close. Mortal Kombat. Right. Street Fighter. Yeah, but that was 20... Kingdom Hearts. 20-ish years ago. I can name a lot of really good fighting games. I don't know why you just said this one was the best one. Because it is the best one. There's... No. Did you just hear me? I said it's the best one. Marvel vs. Capcom. Lame. No, it's not lame. But you... that was that was eSports 20 years ago. Yeah, but there's still an NHLPA game, right? Like, there's an NHLPA 94 today. Because then you still have something to put on TV. Because that's all that matters is TV. An online video game just sponsored the New Mexico Bowl. Ah, the PUBG Mobile. A big deal. I would watch that. Because I'm going to be real transparent here. I know as much about PUBG Mobile video game shooting as I know about hockey. I don't know the rules of hockey. I don't know the rules of curling. Do you want me to keep listing sports I don't know the rules of? They're all Yeah, please do. They're all winter Olympic sports. <laughs> Grab a break so that Mike can do the handoff to Stephanie. Where we get back, I'll give you the play-by-play on that. Dave and Buster's presents Two Men On live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We are powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. Phone lines are open right now, but they close at 6 o'clock because that's when Andre Trujillo, the owner of the New Mexico Runners, will join us. All right, so according to TMZ, all right, help me out if I don't have this right, Michael. Chael Sonnen? Shale. Shale? Shale. 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 Not Shale. 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 Sea Shale. Ah. Sea Shale. So Excited for battery. Cheryl Sonnet. Excited for battery in Las Vegas. You're like, what does that mean, Fred? Really can't tell you. Not a ton of details, but he apparently beat up five guys at once. Beat up five guys. Five charges for battery have been filed. And he was a, he was arrested, but he was not put into custody. Given five misdemeanor battery citations, but there's an investigation. The only source I have of any alleged happenings is Brendan Schaub spoke with Shale Sonnen on the phone. Now, Brendan Schaub is the weird, uh, like, boyfriend of... Yeah, Joe Rogan's Joe boy. Rogan. Yeah. Okay. So 
he said, according to Schaub, Sonnen was with his wife, Brittany, and some drunk guy, this is a quote, some drunk guy with his girl kept making comments about his, Sonnen's wife, talking about her expletive deleted, her expletive deleted, right in front of the American gangster. I guess the American gangster is Shale's nickname. It's not a very good nickname. Is That was a movie that starred someone that doesn't at all resemble Chanel Sonnen. Sure. Brendan Schaub went on to say, well, play stupid games and win stupid prizes. Um, yeah. If that's actually what happened, good for Shale Sonnen? No. You can't just beat up people. I mean, if they're, they're verbally assaulting you. Here's the only reason you can beat up people right now. If they spoil Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay, that's a really good reason. That is the one reason that it's acceptable. But instead of it getting spoiled and he beat up five guys, because if you're telling me that uh, Brianna Schaub is saying that Chanel Sonnen got all worked up over this guy making fun of his gal, he beat up five guys. Or, now hear me out, either he beat up five guys or he's a UFC fighter and he beat them up so bad they, card- they charged him with five counts. I one time years ago had a person in my life who was a UFC fighter and he was like, Hey man, if, like if I beat someone up, like I get charged with murder mm-hmm. or he was like, if I kill someone, I'm yeah. like what? That's true for anyone. Anyone who kills someone gets charged with murder. Like, what do you, how do you have this dumb mindset to rethink that you're, because your hobby is hanging out in tight shorts A UFC fighter has to know not to take it there, right? Everyone has to know. But you're drunk and you're in Vegas. I mean, if somebody like started verbally assaulting my wife and I asked them to stop and be respectful, I'm a... and they started, <laughs> come on, and they started just yelling at me, starting berating me, I would feel compelled to protect myself in that situation. But if I was a UFC fighter, obviously you have to think twice about that situation. What do you do? You got to call Joe Rogan and get permission first? Or what do you do? Here's what you do. You do what me and you would do. Nothing, because it's nothing. Because it doesn't matter. Walk away. It literally matters nothing. Just another drunk guy. Yeah. But again, you can say anything to me or my company, because I know all of them, and it's fine. You cannot tell me what happens in No Way Home, because there's a two-week rule, and if you spoil Spider-Man before the two-week rule, then you deserve what's coming to you. Boys will be boys. Everyone knows that. One week for a TV show, two weeks for movies. Everyone knows that. It's one of the unwritten rules. It's written. I just wrote it. <laughs> and this isn't 1983 MASH's season fin- series finale with 107 million people watching it. Hey, and the guy who was talking smack about his wife, I'm assuming she's at least above average looking. I'm just going to go out there and make an assumption that a successful UFC fighter's wife is good looking. I mean, I don't know what to say. I mean, that's presumptuous. But what's the dumb luck? You're having too good of a time in Vegas. You think you're funny in the life of the party. And the next thing you know, this guy is beating you up and four of your friends. Wowza. When we get back, Stephanie Griffin's taking over, and we're taking a call from Andres Trujillo, owner of the New Mexico Runners. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to the program. Six o'clock hour. If you're quitting work, you're joining us. Speaking of joining us on the Quan's Auto Care Hotline, 
friend of the show, owner of the New Mexico Runners, Andres Trujillo. Andres, how are you? What is up? How you doing, fellas? Well, we're di- we're disappointed that we couldn't get Alejandro Garcia on, who has ten points over your first two games of the season. And what a gem you have found right there! Man, I tell you what, he. Uh, what's great about Alejandro is that he, you know, he's an outside guy. I mean, he plays the outside game, and this is his first really experience playing the indoor game. And for him to for him to perform uh, like he did in Omaha this past weekend, uh, man, I could see him going MVP this year. Two tough L's for the, oh, go ahead. Oh, two tough L's for the boys on the road in Omaha. But to be fair, and to be fair, it it been like like two straight years since you played a game, right? Like something almost crazy. Almost two years since we played uh, together as a uh, unit. Yep. So you guys went on the road. Uh, talk about having the team back together. Talk about the fellowship a little bit, and talk about the excitement of the home opener on the first. Yeah, man. So you know, it's 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 great. We're super excited to get our third season back up and running again. And and as you mentioned, you know, it's been almost two years uh, that uh, since we actually played a, a game in the, in the league. So for when, when the pandemic hit in twenty twenty March twenty twenty and just shut everything down. Um, man, that the unknown was uh, was very concerning, but uh, but now that we got season three rocking and rolling, and you know we're we're putting things together and uh, getting the unit, uh, uh, getting the flow going with the unit and the squad. I mean, we we've got seventy five percent of our guys, our core guys from that we had from season two. You know, guys like Miguel Garcia, you got uh, goalkeeper Casey Gasson, uh, Sergio Fuentes, Luis Martinez. So when you got guys like that that have uh, been been chomping at the bit to get back on track, man, we are ready to go and uh, kick things off and return home on January 1st, 2022 at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Dre, I love the new kits. Can you talk about the new fits that you guys got and your new partners? Also, and what the boys yeah. got to do to get a couple because those are fire. Dude, okay, guys. I mean, one thing is that we love partnering with local community uh, businesses that are all about our community. And uh, one of the most perfect, perfect companies and businesses here locally is the Paletta Bar. And Depot Alam and his crew and and, and his companies, uh, I mean, they jumped on board to be a part of the New Mexico Runners. And, you know, we've talked with them since season one in 2018 about working with us and and whatnot and they've just said hey you know what season three we we see you guys bouncing back and we want to be a part of what you got going on and everybody knows the paletta bar is the place to go for those gourmet mexican pops and so uh i mean those the you know we put the paletta bar on our home and away unis so i mean just just uh, for them to sponsor and support our squad this season, we are eternally grateful, and and we are super excited for our partnership with the Paletta Bar this year. So, when are you going to bust out the new two men on kits? Yeah, which, good which, question. Which holiday are we doing that on? Mm-hmm. I forgot. Man, we got it. We that's a, that's a good idea. We need to get we need to get your show uh, show two men on uh, on the kits. That would be pretty sweet. I, it seems like a St. Patrick's Day thing to me. If you've ever seen, oh that. yeah, that's yeah, yeah. It's nice green or whatever. The the away jersey, the goalkeeper away, the baby blue. Put that on your boy because yeah. I could be wearing that. Uh, NewMexicoRunners.com slash shop is where you can get all the updated merch for the team. And not like normally, Van, you're like merch like. I don't got I don't got dollars. The merch is cheap. You can get you can get the official game jersey for under fifty bucks. 
I'm sorry. Under what? 50 bucks. Yeah. Yes, no, it's sir. it's literally the deal. Uh, obviously, you can get them at the venue on the 1st if you want to get them on the 1st. Uh, I would assume it's too late for Christmas, though, right? But is there gift cards? Can we do something of that nature to make sure it's in someone's stocking and they can pick out their size? Does it work like that, Andres? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. We have we have opportunity for gift cards and uh, uh, to definitely throw in those stockings, those last minute Christmas gifts. Anybody's looking for, um, you know, definitely we got we got those. So uh, we'll connect on that because I'm gonna get my number on the back of mine. You know how I am. I'm gonna get yeah, si- I'm gonna get six ten on the back. Is with our uh, with our with our unis this year. If you go on, if you order online, you can actually put a custom number and custom name on the back of the jersey to be uh, you know if you want to customize. So can Vi- can that's Van- one special feature we got with our Admiral brand uh, partner. Can Van get kit. Can Van get ninety five nine and I get six ten? Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Any number, any name. <laughs> so Fred's, Fred's name is going to be Monday through Friday, and my name is going to be 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. That's really good. Yeah. Super smart. So anyways, yeah, check out the That's clever right there. Check that's out the clever. web. That's advertising right there to the finest. It's about a full immersion is what we go for. Uh, your boys are having, what, like 11 goals a game. You're right under that win them all mark. And in, the, in arena soccer, you need to be closer to, like, 14 goals a game to be, like, a win them all kind of team. Uh, you guys got it mm-hmm. in you, right? You guys got the enough offensive power. When, when the fans show up, you're going you're gonna to be able to put the, the dozen or Baker's dozen on the scoreboard every night and pull out some Ws? Absolutely. You know, it was just one of those things in Omaha we're just trying to get to – uh, guys back on track you know there was a there was a, we actually were missing uh, several of our uh, defenders our high caliber defenders that were just not able to make the trip um, and so once we once we get back at home our, you know we're going to see guys like Colton Ord and uh, one of our new uh, newcomers Skylar Rose and and those guys are like the Bash brothers and and those guys will uh, will help facilitate the defense and and ensure that we get the ball back and and put us in a in scoring position. So uh, I mean we we got a lot of a uh, lot of display ready to go this uh, this year and 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 you'll see it December first. You'll see the squad at uh, 100 and and we're going to be putting up some points. How's my boy Sergio Fuentes doing? Sergio's great, you know, local Volcano Vista graduate, uh, scored uh, two goals over the weekend. So, uh, you know, he's uh, he's prime, he's fit, he's uh, in, in the best shape of his life, and, and we're really excited to see what he's going to produce this year. The home, the home opener is the first. It's a 5 p.m. start over there at the Rio Rancho Event Center. Uh, tickets at the door, buy online. What are you suggesting? Yep, yeah, I, I would just go, you know, buy them online, buy them at the door, whatever, get your tickets in hand. I mean, sooner the better is always great. You know, we still have season tickets available at $70 a pop for uh, for uh, six home games. And, uh, you know, tickets start at 13 bucks, so a single-game ticket. So very affordable, and doors will open at 4 p.m. Uh, at the Rio Rancho Event Center. And, yeah, that's a great way to kick off the new year is uh, is watching some New Mexico runners, major arena soccer league action. And, and we just, uh, you know, we're 100% New Mexican owned and operated. So we want everybody to come out and support the team and, uh, and support the exciting action and have some fun and get 2022 kicked off on a good foot. Look at you, Andres. You already stole my next question. That's Fred's job. <laughs> you just... You just mentioned you're 100% New Mexican owned and operated. Can you tell me what um, Albuquerque and Rio Rancho and New Mexico in general means to you and this team? You know, I, 
mean, being born and raised here, uh, New Mexico is my home. New Mexico, my goal in, as a as a sports entrepreneur in New Mexico is to grow New Mexico sports and provide uh, build build foundations that provide opportunities for our athletes here in New Mexico. Um, you know, I, I want our state to succeed in all aspects with with sports and all aspects. And so, you know, that's one thing that's important to me is that you know we facilitate a, a, that that our our organization is 100% New Mexican and owned and operated. Uh, you know, my family's involved in what we do. You know, my mother's my ticketing director. My wife's my game ops director. My aunt, uh, I have my aunts that work and help and volunteer at game days. My nieces and nephews help. Uh, so, so the whole concept of that New Mexican, hey, we're family as well, is is an important aspect to to inspire others to be able to do things with their family and you know. You know, being from New Mexico, born and raised in New Mexico, nothing can hold you back. You can do anything that you put your mind to, and uh, that's what we do, and that's what the New Mexico Runners is all about. Uh, I know that on game days, and there's only six home games this year, Van, so it's six away, six home. I know uh, you guys draw. you got a lot of fans that come out. you got a lot of support. Um, I know that the – what am I trying to say? The mezzanine is always open to to like other businesses that want to partner with the runners, other New Mexico based organizations. What's the best way for someone who wants to support the runners to get a hold of you? What is the best way for Albuquerque or Rio Rancho to be a part of what you're doing? Yeah, if you're a local business and you want to be a part of what we have going on, you just give me a call and and let's get you on board and be a part of the action, part of the fun, part of the excitement. And, you know, my number is 505-238-9099. And, yeah, call me. Let's let's put together something that uh, we can incorporate you into our into our production as we, you know, at every game. Uh, you know, we have a great opportunities to get in front of fans and direct uh, engagement to help you build leads for your businesses and and we, we we're there for you so um, yeah just give me a call again 505-238-9099 if you're a local business and and jump on board we have a lot of affordable opportunities uh, to get your brand out there um, on many different fronts whether it's in stadium signage in you know uh, concourse table to uh, directly engage with fans or even our digital broadcast uh, that we stream on Facebook Live so uh, lots of different opportunities and we're here to help grow businesses and and grow together Loyal listener in Albuquerque and Rio Rancho, I can't tell you enough how much fun a runner's game is. Get the family out there. Have a blast. In the shortest little pitch possible, for the loyal listener who hasn't seen a runner's match, tell them to get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van said it best. You got to get out there. It's fun, fast-paced, high-scoring, so not like your outdoor soccer. You got a lot more goals scored with indoor soccer, a lot of free substitution. So guys coming in and out at, at every every two minutes. You got power plays. You got, uh, you know, penalty boxes, you know, like hockey. And so when you have those elements that are fast, it's and it's broken down into four quarters, so a uh, little under, you can understand the, the game quite a bit. It is just so fun and fast, and and the scoring, the energy. We have a live DJ, and of course, we engage with fans uh, at every game. So fans get an opportunity to come on the field uh, to win prizes and and get all kinds of cool swag uh, that we throw out into the crowd. That's so my, that's, that's all, my favorite that's part. That's all fun at the Rear Rancho Event Center, right there. Yeah, you're saying it best, Andres, because there's no like there's stoppage in play, but there's no stoppage in action at the Rear Rancho Event Center. So if you take the kids out, uh, you guys doing the inflatables, or has COVID put a nix yep, on that? Got jumper yep. yep we got rio's party zone we got jumpers for for the kiddos that uh 
you know, maybe they not, might not be into the soccer thing, but they, but, hey, have some fun jumping around on our jumpers with, uh, with uh, you know, so it's always fun. There's always something going on uh, during the game. All right, I, I changed my Christmas present idea. Earlier I was saying spend the 50 bucks, get the jersey. I say don't do that anymore. Now what I say is spend the 70 bucks, get the season ticket. Ooh, that's way smarter. Yeah. Because you can have that yeah. for and- the stocking right now. Do it right now. That's the best thing to do. And you can get tickets online at NewMexicoRunners.com. Uh, get your season tickets. And, you know, we're just yeah, – we're about a week uh, – about a week and a half or so uh, from from the first home game. So, I mean, it's coming up quick. And it's uh, – it's it, you won't regret it. I mean, you're listening in right now uh, wondering what, uh, what arena soccer is all about in the major arena soccer league. You won't regret the entertainment, the fun, the excitement, uh, that, that and the show that's put on. Uh, at the Rear Ranch Event Center. Andres, I will unfortunately miss you on the 1st, but everyone should get out and attend. But I will be there on the 8th, dressed as either a superhero or a princess. Smart. I'm not sure which one yet. Yeah, yeah. So we have several theme nights, too, so... Uh, you know, kicking off in the first, you know, we're we're just uh, well, we're going to be paying homage a little bit to the uh, New Mexico sports scene on our January first game, and then uh, on the January eighth game, well, uh, uh, superheroes and princesses. So we want to encourage everybody to dress up as well on that uh, January eighth game. I call so Wonder Woman. Come out and you can get all yeah, then get dressed up and have some fun. <laughs> Andres, you are the best. Uh, congratulations on having the team back. Congratulations on putting a really good product on the field. And we are excited to see you at home six times this season, starting on January 1st. And the schedule and all things New Mexico Runners is available at NewMexicoRunners.com. Anything we missed, friend? That's it. You guys got it. You guys nailed it. You guys put it out there. I appreciate everything you guys do. And you guys are rocking and rolling with the show. And, and keep it going. We, we love it. And, you know, we appreciate your support. And, and yeah, you guys, uh, your show's rocking and rolling. And, yeah, we, we, I just, I'm excited for you guys and your show. Hey, so I'm proud of you guys. How's that baby boy doing? Uh, baby Zeke is doing fantastic three months and he's uh, gotten, getting so big and it's just amazing to see uh, a little mini me. <laughs> the New Mexico Broadcaster of the Year Awards came out today, uh, maybe for the friend of the show that doesn't know. Andres, you're like a recipient. You have like a New Mexico Broadcaster I, yeah, Award. Yeah, I have several. Yeah, <laughs> when, I, uh, when I used to, uh, uh, when I was working over at uh, KQTM FM uh, uh, 101.7 a few years back. And I, yes, uh, yes, sir, I do have NBA uh, uh, awards. So <laughs> You can do it all. Andres Trujillo, thank you so much. Fellas, I appreciate you, and have a wonderful evening and a merry, merry Christmas. Thank you, Joyce. He's a world of talent. You know, I broadcast for the runners, but we didn't talk about that because on the 1st, I had to be in New Mexico Highlands, mm-hmm. and it's a point of contention between oh, me and goodness. Andres. I, I have to – I mean, I already had it on the calendar. I mean, what can I do here? That's a really good excuse that you have another game to call, not the fact that you were fired in disgrace. So I actually recommended you to call the game, and I only just now on the radio learned that you weren't available. So <laughs> I'm going to need a new plan for that. <laughs> 15 short minutes away from Robert Gibson joining us. Dave Busters presents Two Men On. We are live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Okay, welcome back to the program. And you know, when I start a segment with okay, I'm unpacking some stuff. Yeah. Okay. I don't have the context behind it, but Nate Diaz 
flinches at a guy in front of some people and like anyone would like naturally do they flinch but because he's holding a beer and the guy allegedly is a guy named AJ McKee his beer goes into the air and he spills his beer and this is news well there's a viral video it was like the biggest video on the internet the last couple days oh like and tic- then now like it's a, a TikTok. Now, now it's a developing story everybody shared it i there was a moment yesterday where i was you know doing my toilet swiping you know like on on like the dating app no 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 just swiping through instagram and oh Facebook. okay yeah strolling on a cruise really and it was all that i saw this one video over and over and over again while i think it's a very douche move it's the it is that to the most degree. It's an insanely douche move. And until we get more data on this story, we don't know why he did it. But if there is no reason, obviously the only explanation is it's a douche move. Why is this AJ McKee drinking one gallon of beer? I, I think his name is Carice Archer. Oh, my bad. So I don't have the name right. AJ, That's how little of a story it is to me. AJ McKee. Doesn't, isn't he the backup point guard for the Clippers? Perhaps. I don't know. Okay. All right. So give me his actual name. Carice Archer. All right, so I don't know who that is. So anyways, Nate Diaz, for whatever reason, is walking out of the area with his entourage and actually law enforcement and then just flinches on this guy, fake punches him, and his beer comically goes into the air. I want to describe the fake punch. It was more of like a headbutt but with like a raised fist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he went at him like he was going to really go at him and held back at the last second. But he was not very close to him. He wasn't very close. Close enough to see Nate Diaz coming, that's for sure. Local Miami bare-knuckle fighter named Carice Archer. So I don't know how the volume of liquid that was spilt just flies through the air. So it went it like a vortex. It was a vortex. But it, it's a comical amount. And that's why it was funny because, like, is he holding a tray of, like, 13 beers and they all just go up in the air it's like a a special like you get those giant tubes in las vegas like the giant mixed drinks is it like a giant tube size beer i have no idea why i don't know why this archer cat had better reflexes than woodley did the other night and why archer wasn't on the card (laughs) oh man he's still sleeping that one off i know that's embarrassing this flinch is what like an episode of seinfeld is written off of Sure. This is like if you're if you're waiting at the bus stop and and like everything I'm saying about Seinfeld right now is period to Seinfeld. So like like 90s and then like like a stranger or maybe a home free person flinches at George and he drops the thing that he's holding. And that thing is ruined for reasons of the TV because it wouldn't be beer. Let's call it like cupcakes. Yeah. And then it would get, almost be like the spitting the magic spit. It'd be exactly that. It would be exactly that. It would, like George would get a nickname like Cupcake, and then that would be like the entirety of an episode of Seinfeld. That's what this is because it's comical. It's very comical. Yeah, but it's not funny that he did it. It's funny that he thought that was a thing to do. Right. Yeah. In that moment. Because he's a loser. And, and what's troubling about it to me is like he's walking with law enforcement, and he flinches at that guy. The guy comically spills his beer, and then the police officer goes up to him. And, like, stops him. It's like, you're walking next to the aggressor. Like, do something to Nate Diaz. I have a huge problem with police officers working security outside their shifts. Have we talked about this ever on air? 
I think it's the absolute worst that you show up in your day job uniform to work security for not your day job, which is being a police officer for whatever police officing district you're part of. Well, there's some layers to that. Is there? Because sometimes uh, these venues actually hire police. So they're actually on the clock. Sometimes it's what you're describing. Yes. And that is the worst. It's the worst. Now, if this if this Carice Archer cat is like, hey, I'm going to stare down Nate Diaz. I think if I'm going to stare someone down and just hear me out, I'm going to set my beer down and I'm going to hand my cell phone and my keys and my sunglasses to my friend. Because that's what you do before you do a stare down. Before you do a hold me back? Well, I would only do hold me back. Because he's called, he's uh, Carice Archer, the guy who comically spilt beer all over the place. He's calling out Nate Diaz now because he's, you know, a minor league MMA fighter and he's a bare knuckle fighter. Yeah, bare knuckly boy. And now he's calling out Nate Diaz, which, you know, if you can get a fight and get the money, kudos, use this to your advantage. Also, oh, quote, Nate Diaz is a bona fide female dog. Good work around. He had the police with him, had the security protecting him, and you're going to flinch at me and try to sucker punch me when I'm not paying attention, and y'all think this man is a gangster? I think the world is expletive deleted up and confused around here when they think about what is real gangster. Yes. I'm a real street dog. I'm in the streets. Believe that. Well, I don't know what that means. Anybody that knows me know how, air quote, one punch rocking, and we do expletive deleted while the police there. Okay, you've lost me on that last part, but I would agree that Nate Diaz thinks he's still in high school. Well, that's how you know he's from the streets because he doesn't speak any English whatsoever. So he's close. A lot of it, a lot of it's mostly English. Gets a little, little dicey towards the end. I'm not a Diaz guy, and I'm definitely not this Archer Cat guy. Also, I'm not a here. This Archer is a lose lose. It's 100 percent lose lose. It's like a Logan Paul fight. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing too. You only are holding the beer, so you don't have to wear your mask. So I'm not into that. Because if he had the mask on the whole time, no one would know who he was. And he could have just, like, like walked away. And All right, here's what you do. You take Diaz to small claims for $35 to replace your beer. That's what you do. And, and the dry cleaning on your nice new silk oh, shirt that hey. you wore to the fight. Because you know he wore his nicest shirt to the fight. I got the flex right here. This is the absolute flex. You get Nate Diaz's number from the small circle that is the UFC world. Cool. You then... Put it into Venmo and you request $30. Take a screenshot of it. Put it on social media. That's how you get even on this. That's really good. That's that's strong work yeah. right there, Fred. Because then it's because it's only $30. You have to pay it, right? No. What you do is, if you're Nate Diaz, you overpay it. You pay $100. Yeah. Get two beers next time. Yeah. And a shirt. Enjoy the dry cleaning on me. <laughs> but he's it's spelled wrong somehow. It, the, the sentence is on me, but he still smells, spells it wrong. He goes on to say, Dana White, I see you made a post. And like it was seen bazillions of times on Dana White's Instagram. <coughs> Dana White, I seen you made a post, and you laughed, and you thought it was funny. I bet you won't think it's funny. You sign me for one fight, and I knock Nate Diaz, the expletive deleted, out in the first round. Just do it. I don't Because I don't care anyway, so do it. Guaranteed no cap. Robert Buck. I don't know why he'd be wearing a cap, but it says no cap. Like, 
like 1920s slang for a hat? I think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Well, I, a half sassy calf, if you ask me, then. Robert Buck D. Gibson after the break. And he goes on to say, I'm not playing no games. Oh, well, thank you for throwing that part that's, in there. That's how I know that he's playing games. Because <laughs> you obviously, <laughs> you obviously you use the word ain't in that situation. I ain't playing no so, games. So, Stephanie, just so you have it so correctly. I, not, hey, listen, I'm not playing any games here. It, well, he's what he's doing is he's not playing Scrabble because ain't doesn't count. Joining us We're two men on 95.9 sometime co-host of this program when it's convenient for his schedule, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Robert, welcome to the show. What's going on, fellas? We are doing the varsity today. The, today's varsity is the, uh, the varsity of 80s bangers. You got any you want to throw in there? 80s bangers? Yeah. Yeah. Fair Foster? Take me on. <laughs> well, take yeah. me on. That's what I'm going Or take right on now, me. Off the bat. Well, I think, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Uh, Van and I will be guesting on your uh, very good podcast, The BS Show, tonight, and that will be available, streamed live via all social media outlets. We will share it at TalkABQ. But uh, where can people find it organically? Well, they can find it on YouTube just by searching BS Show. They can find it streamed live from my Facebook, from the BS Show's Facebook page. Those are the places you can find it live. That's a smart move, nabbing the BS show early. Mm-hmm. You figure that one will be taken. Well, I mean, well, I'm... actually, there were a couple, but they didn't have the in front of it. So uh, smart, yeah. Uh, yeah, smart. That's yeah. that's the old uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Take the the out. Just Facebook. yeah, and so I know a lot of people were like, "Why is it called the BS show?" It it actually has a little bit of meaning. B for me, Buck. S for six. It's called the BS show. You know, I, I mean, that's how I explained it earlier. I'm really up to date on. I kind of know all the details on everything. I'm like a real. Well, hey, player. because you're a you're a genius. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're witnessing real journalism in action here. We are. Yeah. We are taking one hours off after this program to make our way to your program. Your program starts at eight o'clock on all the social media outlets. What are we talking about? What are we going over? And are we working green? Like, what's the plan tonight? Okay, so first of all, there is no what are we talking about. We'll figure it out once we get there. Right. There's no meeting, no pre-notes, none of that. That's what's up, um, amateur yeah. hour. We're just going to have natural conversation. Whatever comes up, whatever's out in culture, pop culture, whatever's going on. We do have a question of the night okay. that we will be getting with, um, and it's geared towards fellas. Say if you get a gift, say your woman or your love interest gives you flowers, or balloons, and you don't like them, Okay. what do you do? What do you do? We'll get the receipt. That's the obvious answer. <laughs> we'll talk about that. And then, you know, we'll gear it towards the ladies as well. If you get a man flowers or balloons and you know they don't like it, why do it? So that's what, that's the question of the night. The show is interactive, and if the friends of this show want to interact with your show this evening, uh, the best outlets are those social media outlets. And then uh, it's like it's live. You you give, like, reactions on air. It's live. If you comment, actually, you know what? You can call in as well. You know, we'll be there live. We'll, I like to read comments, but we love to take calls. So you'll see the number. I don't know it offhand, even though I see it every week. I don't know it offhand, but it will be – streamed right there where where you'll be giving your comments so please give us a call you guys check out our social media outlets at talk abq everything that's the bs show it's on facebook the gram youtube all those things uh van was about to put you on the spot though why what's up 
Was I now? I don't know. I was just putting Van on the spot. Oh, you put me on the spot by putting him on the spot? Well, that's unfair hey, to do. Say, I want to say something, though. I want to say this to Mailman. I want to say this to the previous caller, friend of the show, Mailman. Nobody knows the the dude from CNC Music Factory. No, of course we not. We don't know his name. We uh-huh. just call him the guy in CNC Music Factory. Well, I was going to call him out on that, but now that you guys are barbershop friends, like I, I don't think I have that wiggle room anymore. <laughs> no, first of all, he's a friend of the show first. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Second. There you go. Well, and the thing that gets me that like Robert is really disrupting is uh, just how like necessarily distant we've been from many friends of the show because Robert breaks the wall, the wall right away. Robert's like, yes, we are friends. Yes, you can have my cell phone number. Please, I would like to send you a, a Christmas holiday card. Kwanzaa. Speaking of giving out the number, I thought it was so ballsy that Andres gave out his like personal cell phone number on air, and it was like twenty thousand people listened to him. He was ready to go. Like if I oh. if I was like not as great of a guy, pat on back, I would definitely start a Wookie noise contest on his phone line. <laughs> Freedom Williams, give I think. Me, that's... Give me your give me your best. Uh, we'll be live and crisp at 8 o'clock. Uh, so aside from not having topics to talk about on the program, how long are we going to go, and, and what's the incentive for people to tune in? So uh, we usually go from 8 to 11. Okay. I know there's a lot of people saying, wow, that's a long time. That's a long time. We do. We are from 8 to 9, and then we'll take a break, and then we come back for the last two hours. Um, we were we usually would do it from 8 to 10, but – I don't know. We just have a lot to talk about. We we push it three hours. It seems like three minutes. Um, what was the other question? What's the incentive of tuning in live? Why is it better well, live than on the podcast? Okay, so it, the, the incentive tonight is that you will get Fred and Van uncut, unedited. These guys will be able to talk freely, speak their minds. That's what I can't wait for. And it's just better that way. It's organic. You know, you get to see people um, speak how they want to speak, think how they think. Just It's just natural. It's just like having a conversation. It's very interactive. That's the thing that I love about it. You know, if you disagree or if you agree, um, you, you've you seen it firsthand, Fred. Um, you guys can just chime right in, and when we'll get you on there. We like to be interactive, and you guys will be a part of the show. That's kind of the vibe we have on this show already. But yep. on your show, we get to add in alcohol and cuss words. Yeah, dirty words. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 all that good stuff. That's why people ask you guys so many times, how in the world do you have Buck D on FM radio? I'm like, I'm already on FM radio. So that's why you probably <laughs> get all of those questions, because they only know me from the podcast world. Speaking of dirty words and alcohol, you can join myself, Van Nunley, and Robert Buck D. Gibson tomorrow night at Revel. I believe the show starts at 7, correct me as I'm wrong, as we're putting on the Gong Comedy Show, and we're very excited to be a part of that. Uh, what are the details on Revel tomorrow night? So it is. You guys get there early. Trust me. The doors open at 6 o'clock. You want to be there at 6 to get a good seat. Yeah, it will pack be out. packed out. It will be packed out. It will be it's 15 comedians, five judges, even though Van and Fred are considered one. Thank you. And then we have we have one gong. So what happens is each comic has up to six minutes to give us their best. If any of the judges don't like it, the crowd don't like it, they get gone. And at the end of the end of the show, we'll take score. Whoever has the highest score gets two hundred dollars cash. And you recommended getting there early, and I and I second that for sure because. 
just a week ago, and it wasn't even a special gong show. That place was shoulder to shoulder, so get in early. Right, exactly. And then uh, also, and so, like, if you're part of the audience, like, is the audience a judge or are they not a judge? No, the audience will in heavily influence the judges. Yes, because I can't handle peer pressure. I've been like this my whole life. Right. So if you're sitting on your laurels, if you're just sitting there as a judge and you're like, hey, I want to give this person a little more time, and the crowd is going crazy, that's basically going to be the push out of the seat to go ahead and go them. Now, also, if, like, friend of the show, Josh Fourier, is, is up there doing jokes and the crowd is just booing him intensely with, like, intent to hurt his heart and feelings, I mean, I will rise to the stage and I will stand up for him, like I always do when I stand up for people who have, like, special needs. <laughs> you know what I thought you was going to say? I thought you were going to say, I will walk over ever so slowly so the booze can seep in and hurt his soul, <laughs> and then I will gong as late as possible. Uh, this, this ain't boo earns. This ain't boo earns. Oh, it's not, bur- it's not boo. It's boo earns. Robert, we, we will see you uh, in approximately one hours, and then we will take the air with you on the BS show. Uh, check out all the at, at TalkABQ social media where we will get you access to that. Check out the BS show, which is on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere that you absorb your media. Uh, we're going to laugh a lot tonight and uh, very sports adjacent, right? We're getting away from sports. Yes, we're getting, the right, getting away from sports, definitely. Love it. Robert Buck D. Gibson, thank you so much. No problem. Hey, Stoke. See you pretty soon. Good dude. We're going to do that program. We're going to laugh a lot. We're going to do comedy on Wednesday. That will be fun. And then the two-hour end-of-the-year special on Thursday before we take it into Christmas Eve and Christmas. We're going to take it to the break where we, right now where we get back. Today's varsity is the varsity of 80s bangers. Okay, Van? I'm so in. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, what a banger of a show today. Thank you to everyone who took the time. Thank you to the mailman. Thank you to Vincent. Thank you to Andres Trujillo. Thank you to Robert Buckty Gibson. That's a roll call, guys. That's what we call that in the business. Mm. Joining us now on the program for today's I-9 Varsity, contact I-9 Sports at League Office uh, 280 at i9sports.com or check out their website, i9sports.com. Search for Albuquerque and you will find them there. Get your kids involved in some youth sports. Joining us BV coming across the hall here as KKLB has gone to the basketball game. That is right. Norfolk State, Lobos, pregame, tip time, 7 o'clock. Is that at the yes. pit? Is that at the pit? That's at the pit. Your, your final time to go into the pit without showing your Vax card or your negative test. You get a lot of calls on that? That was a, that was a good talker today. Yeah. yeah a little bit. Because uh-huh. <laughs> Albuquerque feels like it's Nazi-occupied Germany. and, and Well, there's a... There's a certain amount of people that feel like I shouldn't have to show something to get into a building, you know. Like ID or ability to pay or any number of Well, what about pants? um, Voting? We don't have to show an ID to vote, right? I do whenever I register. (laughs) I I have to show ID every time I vote. What are you talking about? (laughs) There's not been one time in my whole life I haven't showed my ID. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that wow. real? I Every think, time. I think you're getting duped, sir. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. show mine. You don't have to. They just, I just do it to get it, make it easier for them. Well, yeah. there's that, yeah. Well, you can voluntarily show it. Yeah. Also, whenever I show all my IDs. It's like, you, I know you're about to ask me five questions. Here they are, <laughs> yeah. right here on this. The, every, the problem whenever I show my ID to one I have to say, no, the address is not up to date. Yes, I realize that's not my current weight. No, my hair is not brown anymore. It's gray. Question on your weight as well? Well, I lied. Well, I mean... 
Well, you probably your license is probably not even from this state, maybe not even this country. That's a so, good point. Yeah. I'm at, I'm current actually right now. I'm super current on my ID. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a banger of a picture. I know this is not good radio. Oh, that's good. Thank they you. let you keep your sunglasses <laughs> on top of your head. And you're, and you're kind of smiling a bit because I've been told not to smile at my ID. Same. Yeah. I paid the $40 at the Express, and they just don't mm-hmm. care. Well, I tell you what, what I did, I'm sure you guys well-traveled. You probably have a passport, right? Sure. I, I, right. Own, I own one. Yeah, so I, I had a passport. My passport picture, it looks like I'm about to start taking hostages. Yes. I mean, it was, a, it was a bad hair day, and I look pretty disgruntled. It was a bad hair day, point. so you put on a turban. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And they were like, yeah. do not let Brandon travel to Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> Today's varsity is the varsity of 80s bangers. Uh, would you like me to go first, last, or next? I want you to go last this time. Okay, I will go last. So, Van, let you our, will lead let off. Let our esteemed right. guest go BV first. is okay. leading off. All right, 80s bangers, right? Yeah. I guess as we go through this, we'll have our definition of what really a banger is. Because sure. I think everybody has a little different uh, different. A different message there with bangers. Yes, I would agree. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Nia Cherry Buffalo Dance from 1989. What is that? I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that was a. It's a lost treasure from the 80s. It's strong work, man. The theme song to Dances with Wolves. (laughs) Is that right? I don't know. I don't believe Kevin Costner dances. (laughs) I am now last because of what Van said. So I decided, because there's some universally good music in the 80s that oh, still yeah. holds yeah. up. Everyone would but agree with that. When I think of 80s music, I think of horrible new wave music. Okay, okay. yeah. So I picked my four favorite new wave songs. Yeah. And I'm going to start off with Frankie Goes to Hollywood, mm. Relax. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah, that one is iconic. I'm in on that. Yeah. That was one of the first songs to where people started wearing a T-shirt of the song. You remember the Frankie, yeah. you know, Frankie says, yeah, relax, Frankie says relax, relax, yeah. in real big, bold black letters. Uh, yeah. I think that one is very good. I'm going to go with Love and Marriage, the theme song to Married with Children. Uh, it's maybe the song I heard the most throughout the 80s. Yeah. And it is, it's a catchy little beat. It's yeah. pretty good. Strong work. And, of course, it's a recurrent because, yes, 80s Married with Children, but that was probably done in the 50s yes. by Frank Sinatra. So, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, so to me, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a bang. That's right. You yeah. got it. All right, my turn again. Mm-hmm. You're up. <laughs> I'm going to go Pretty Poison, Catch Me, I'm Fallen. Yeah. If you haven't heard that one in a while, find that on your uh, your iTunes or whatever. Stepcat's going nuts back there. <laughs> she loves that song. Oh, yeah, The Bridge. This is a this is a good one. All right, so I, BV's going only the B-side of albums. So I've just learned. <laughs> well, it was a hit, but, uh, you know, it's not one you hear very often anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next, I'm going with uh-huh. the Pet Shop Boys West End Girls. Oh, okay. An actual banger. Yeah, it's a classic. I'm noticing a yacht theme here. Yeah. Feeling a little yacht theme from you. I'm going to go with the theme song to Reading Rainbow, which first debuted in 1983. Um, growing up at the time I grew up, this is a song that was in strong rotation in my household. Yeah. And uh, I could do it word for word right now at karaoke if I needed mm. to. Yeah, I like that one, Thank too. You. Take a look. It's in a book, reading rainbow. If if Levar Burton did a cameo where I could just have him read like Fox and Socks to me, yeah, I would t- I would cherish that forever. Ooh, yeah. did you see the Fox and Socks rap? Obviously, that's why I made this reference. Ah, all right, I will go Bette Midler, The Rose. Okay, I mean this you are hard. all over the map. What are you doing and here? I'm, and I'm liking it a lot. <laughs> I'm really into it. Old reading rainbow. <laughs> 
Okay, that was just for comic effect. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go. We do four, right? Well, I mean, it's the varsity. Four, five, whatever. Yeah, okay. Whatever. How All much right. time we got left? <laughs> we maybe may go 19 yeah. deep, huh? I'm going to go uh, Escapade Janet Jackson, 1989. Ooh, she's the okay. worst Jackson. See, that sounds... Really? You're more of a Tito guy. I'm, all, I'm, I'm, I'm a Tito's guy. Through Tito's through. vodka. Yeah, Tito's yeah. vodka. <laughs> you said the worst Jackson. What? I mean, Andrew, oh. number one. Andrew's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you beat me to an episode. <laughs> yes. Next on my uh, new wave 80s banger. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with a very niche one, but this one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's called Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. Nope. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and not, skip this not one. Not to be confused with Don't Stop Believing, a.k.a. Small Town Girl yeah. by Journey. Mm-hmm. Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. No clue Check all. that one out. All right. It's very niche. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's the... my favorite 80s song, period. I don't know the name of this one, so I'm just going to like lead you boys. Okay. Come and knock on our door. Uh, we'll yeah. be waiting for you. Company. Uh, that's 70s. Well, I mean, uh, 70s. So you've got 50s, <laughs> 70s, and uh, a song that was in syndicated TV. Yeah. Um, so I was reading Rainbow. So. Yes. Uh, three Companies was one off the, uh, Three's Company went off the air in 1984. Yeah. So it was played during the 80s. <laughs> George Orwell was right. <laughs> that's when it started. <laughs> They pulled Three's Company. Here comes Big Brother. You know, here's a great promo for you guys, and I'm going to give it to you. Thank you. Go out. You guys know people all over the city. Yeah, I'm, um, you're being generous. Go go to the zoo and film the opening of Three's Company with you two guys as a promotion for the sports Okay, day. delete that because no one else can have that. La, 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 la. I mean, Van standing there in front of the flamingos, yeah. standing on one foot. You know, Fred, you're in there with the gorillas yeah, and make a funny face. It's, it would be great. It's yeah. funny you say that because before we had this radio show, we had a TV show. Oh. Which um, was just a dumpster fire for many reasons. <laughs> and our first commercial was going to be exactly that. Literally. <laughs> like us on like a tandem bike. Yeah. yeah. Like mm-hmm. us, Lady in the Tramping Spaghetti. Yeah. yeah. Me taking like, I, like a double dip of ice cream off Van's cone to put it on my cone. <laughs> Why so erotic? We, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you act like you just met us. You, the show's <laughs> ambiguous enough. Yeah. My last one, uh, Making Your Way in the World Today takes everything you got, making your way with all your worries. You I'm going to go, I can't wait, new shoes. Excellent. Okay. And mine is the best song of all time, I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> yes, yeah, a song celebrating the Ayatollah. Growing Pains also would have made my list, also with the Jeffersons, also with Alf, also with uh, Golden Girls. Okay, Alf for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie, thank you for stepping in when Michael became a quitter. Yeah. Thank you, Patty. BV, thank you for slumming on the sports talk. That's right. Man, any final words before we go? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke. I love you. <laughs>